if the question you have is today the second or third anniversary of the uh, insurrection, the correct, the correct answer is yes, it is, and we're celebrating. Now, is, it, is this cause to fucking celebrate? This song is not a cause to celebrate. I mean, it, it's a sad day in U.S. history, isn't it, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I sad, mean, day, sad a... day in British history, too, apparently. Yeah. Well... Well, I mean, as a result of, hey man, I heard this. Um, <clears throat> I heard this thing. Um, just to bring it up to you real quick. There was this guy that I heard a song that he wrote. Uh, his name is Peter Gabriel. You ever heard of him? Never heard of the guy. He wrote a. He wrote a. He wrote a song, and the lyrics are good. Why can't can we can we talk about that? Why can't we talk about that? Maybe. I wonder if it would be uh, inter- if people would be interested in a patreon where we talked about good lyrics where you sit around and talk about things you like i doubt it i doubt <laughs> yeah, it not nearly as funny yeah okay are you uh are you ready stone cold Lyrics to go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? <clears throat> Trying to get myself together. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm doing all right. It, it hasn't been a bad day. It's just we do our normal routine of going over the shit before we get started, and it's just mm. just gotta. Like a cold shiver run up my spine. Yeah, I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen you, a long time since we recorded. We it recorded on Tuesday of last week. Yep. Um, it's been got like the episode two weeks. Canned away, and now this episode's dropping in two days. So, excuse me, it is January 6th. I did just inhale. I did just house a whole quarter pounder without cheese meal. Um, mm. And... Uh, I was lazy all day before that and uh, neglected to listen to this song until right before, right when you walked into my room. That's the formula for a perfect podcast recording. You can just tell I'm going to be very knowledgeable. (laughs) Um, But uh, again, a big thanks to Tim and Joey uh, for being on the last episode. How did, how did your, I didn't get to hang with them this time. How would it go? How, their, your time with them. How were they go? Uh, I'll answer that in? very strange, strangely worded question. Uh, they they did go very good. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, they uh, they were very wonderful guests as they always are. Trying to convince them to come down every Christmas along with their friends Emily and Marcel. Um, had a very, very good time. They spent a lot of time by themselves going and seeing the sights and going places and walking for long periods, um, which gave me some time to get stuff done around the house and to relax and enjoy my week off. I'm now back in the, in the saddle. I'm sorry. I'm back in the high life again. Mm. Um, which is fine. I mean, it's going to happen. I know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, is it the best thing ever? No, not necessarily. No, but uh, I like, I also do like having, I, I, I've always said that if I won the, the, um, the lottery, I would still work. I, same thing here. I still like, I like having, you know, something regularly to do. It's good for me to have a get up at this time, go do this thing for this amount of time to get out of the house and stuff. Can we take a second? Sure. Okay. So back when I was in a band that played out all the time, you know, a wor- what you would call a working band, I used to at the end of the, the night. The gig economy. The gig economy. I used to, at the end of the night, always kind of, it, it was a weird thing. When I was a kid and I went out on my dad when he would do his little mini tours, the first thing that I was, I was always working with him. And when I was done, the first thing I did is I just unplugged everything, started wrapping up cords and getting ready to load the truck. And uh, when I played in a band, about the time that I first started meeting you, it was always like a point of pride for myself. That the one thing that I did is I always unplugged. I used to say to, I told my wife, my wife, many times, that I always got a lot of pride and there was this certain sort of weird satisfaction of breaking down at three in the morning, somewhat hammered, loading the truck all by yourself, just doing everything yourself. And I got a weird, there was something in me that got a weird satisfaction out of you. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, and and that kind of goes hand in hand with the whole, I think if, if I did win the lottery, I'd still 
get a job where I'd go every day. Yeah, you know? I mean, and I guess it would, you know, I'll be 100% honest. It would be nice to have a job where if anybody ever pushed you too hard or was shitty to you, you could just be like, fuck you. Um, that would be a nice option. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, it would be an option. I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, I but I, you know, I do like my job. I do like the people I work with. I, you know, I left the job of 15 years to work where I'm working and it has been a great decision. I'm a lot happier in pretty much every aspect of my life. You're not in the Edison Mall every day now. No, I'm, I am not. Um, and uh, so, I mean, like, overall, I'm, I'm very, very happy. I would like the ability to have more time to do other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess, you know, that, that would be the only other thing. But like I said, I, I do better when I have a schedule, when I have a routine. Yeah. Um, and when I'm out talking to people, as, as much as people can annoy me, uh, lyricists included, um, I do do better when I'm around uh, people. And I think even though I try to, you know, even though I sometimes lean curmudgeon, in my heart I'm a people person. And I love people. And I love interacting with people. I just don't like annoying ones or shitty ones. Fair enough. Yeah, but you're going to come across all come all kinds in your life, so that's just part of the human experience. And Mark. I will come across all come. Are you uh, proud of your output? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not as much as I once was, maybe. Do you think that JLS is proud of their output? Oh, that that kind of <laughs> musically I'm proud of my. Well, output. you mentioned come. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, we are here to talk about JLS's uh, hit song beat again um this was suggested to us by a listener two listeners two listeners yeah early on someone with the last name williams of quite a ways back uh -huh. um a, a, a listener with the last name williams i looked it up i can't remember i think it's robert i'm not sure please forgive me if i think I'm robert williams sounds right yeah and then uh but it was really it was uh Suggested again by someone who has given us, I think I referred to it last week as Lyrics to Gold on a uh, repeat mm -hmm. basis, Mr. Jason Suriname. I love that name, by the way. Robert Williams. Robert Williams, yeah. yeah. But uh, but really, but really uh, suggested again by J uh, Mr. Suriname, and uh, thank goodness that we've, we've got him to uh, infect our lives with these awful lyrics because this is what we do. This is what we hope people are listening in to listen to. Like we mentioned at the beginning, I don't think if we just sat here and talked about stuff we like, maybe people would uh, really tune in, all you wicked listeners. Now, I'm guessing most of our listeners are located in the United States. And if you are, then this song, you're coming into this a little bit blind. And, you know, we haven't really talked about it very much. So if you're a relatively new listener... We try to do songs that have been released as singles, and for the most part, we have done that. I think there were maybe like three, four, maybe five songs out of the 160 or so that we've done that have not been um, singles, but we still think that they've either been so terrible um, or uh, we think that they've been so popular, even if they weren't released, you know, as a single in particular. Um, we try to make it, I guess, you know, so it's stuff that... We, in a bulk of our American audience, mostly American audience, um, has heard. And I mean, since, let's be honest, American music is so ubiquitous. If you've heard it, if we've heard it in America and it was released as a single and a hit in America, right. you've probably heard it. This song is a British song. So a lot of listeners not in the, the UK or in Europe, possibly, uh, may not be very familiar with this song. We did do a song previously by a band called Blue. Mm-hmm which is probably the same exact thing. Maybe you don't know. So you're saying our listeners have lucked out. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, you though, have. Just You're a lucky person. If you're though this is why we tell you the previous week the song we're going to be doing, so you have a chance to listen to it and get a little bit more familiar with it. How many people ears. actually go and listen to the song and stream it? I, you know, I listen to Action Boys, which is a podcast where they talk about action movies. I, have, I never sit and watch one of the movies first. I've thought about it, but I haven't. Now, of course, this is a three to five minute song as opposed to a two or three hour long movie. I did it with How Does This Get Made a couple of times. Yes. And yeah. that's another great example. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, do people go and listen to these songs? Might be a good like poll or question to ask on the on the uh, Facebook group or something. Uh, but I do not know. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, one way or another, you'll hear some uh, clips of it today. Um, <laughs> one way or another. So, yeah, it's like a threat. 
So you may be wondering, uh, do you, did you look at all about the history of JLS? I looked up who JLS was. Uh, initialism of Jack the Lad Swing. Which is a combination between Jack the Lad, which is apparently a saying in the UK. Mm. Um, lad culture. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard the word lad. Yeah. But I've never heard the term Jack the Lad. And New Jack Swing. Mm-hmm. So they decided to take these two and make like kind of a bastardized like portmanteau sentence for jack the lad swing a name that i think they realized was so fucking stupid they decided to just call themselves jls i'm glad that they made it more succinct mark yeah i mean so we can just get through it a lot quicker um they are an english boy band consisting of four members who i'm not even going to bother to tell you their names because you'll never remember them and you won't care about it anyway after this episode hopefully uh, initially signed to a Track Lacers production company, uh, New Track City, whatever the fuck that is. Um, they became runners-up on the fifth series of ITV's reality, reality talent show, The X Factor, which, as if you didn't know, was kind of the um, British counterpart to American Idol. Or I, sh- I shouldn't say the counterpart, what followed American Idol when Simon Cowell left. Did you know that? Uh, yes. He created The X Factor. Yeah, yeah and that was, that was really kind of the big thing in... In Britain, um, they didn't even win. No, they did not. They, <laughs> they did were, not win. Uh, in 2008. They weren't even. They that came good. in second to Alexandra Burke, who I also have is. never heard of. Right. Um, first two singles are "Beat Again" and "Everybody in Love." Of course, we'll be going over "Beat Again," and we will try to forget that I even said "Everybody in Love." Not long after this episode's over, this stuff is fucking horrible. Yeah, they signed to Epic Records. Um, now, I mean, let's talk a little bit about how horrible it is. I mean, now let's let's be fair here. We are listen, we are two men in their forties listening to a boy band that was pieced together over ten years ago. And I've 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 had this conversation with people before, especially when people were really I, I've had this conversation about every pop star that has gotten big, uh, or not everyone, but Two that that immediately spring to mind: Taylor Swift and um, and uh, Justin Bieber. So I want you to consider this, not just you, but you, the fair listener. No, I'm I'm going to be in that audience now. <clears throat> not everything is made for you. There is art and music and etc. that is made for a certain individual or a certain production company, etc. That is geared toward, that is fine-tuned to a specific group. People who listen to Justin Bieber and say, well, this is bad. Well, yes, he is a 16-year-old kid singing songs about 14, 15, 16-year-old girls that are like written for them and for their ear. So, yes, good. You're a 37-year-old man rolling his own cigarettes in a public parking lot with an open container. Yeah, you don't like Justin Bieber. You're not who this music is made for. If you like it, fine. But it's not made for you. It's not marketed for you. So it's not made for you to like. And that's okay. Now, Meshuggah is not writing songs for 15-year-old women or necess- not even necessarily 15-year-old boys, um, not 15-year-old women, but 15-year-old girls, 15-year-old boys, young people. Now, some of them may end up liking it, and that's fine, but it's the same thing with Taylor Swift. It's like all these people that feel this need to be like, well, I don't like, well, yeah, you might not be the target audience, and that's okay. I'm not the target audience for this shit song. And that's fine. Now, the distinction is and where our hard where our job gets hard and where our hard gets job is trying to look at this from an outsider's perspective or look at it from the through the eyes of someone the song should still be for and trying to determine whether or not it is still quality. An objectively critical perspective of what is quality for that demographic. That is a good way to put it. And these long, these lyrics are dumb as fuck. These long as dumb these as stupid <laughs> fuck sticks to fuck. We these do are dumb. These have left me yeah. just speechless. This piece They're of really cum. fucking, I jobbed all over myself. 
uh, the one thing I will say that kind of uh, hit home was looking through the history. Um, Oritase Williams, I don't know how you sp- pronounce his first name, so I apologize. Got into the music business specifically because his mother had multiple sclerosis and wanted to raise money to help find a cure. It is very gutsy to be like, I know that I'm so good that I can raise money to help find a cure for multiple sclerosis. For those of you who do not know, my mother had and died of complications from multiple sclerosis. Um, So when I saw that, I was like, oh, like immediately hit a little bit of a hit a little bit of a gut punch right in the cockles of the heart. Yeah. Maybe even below the cockles. Subcockle. Maybe in the subcockle range range. Region. Region. Maybe that's in the it. the liver, maybe in the kidneys, maybe even in, in, the, in the colon. colon. So are you giving him a break is what you're saying? No, I mean, <laughs> let's not let's not be ridiculous here. <laughs> but I mean, I, uh, I I do respect him for... Uh, Lord, give him a break. Yeah, no, I mean, not this. Yeah, not he, this he is... must have been... He must have been good enough to be like, I know that I can I can do something with this. Yeah. So JLS gets together. They get signed to Epic Records and um, they release this uh, this song uh, called Beat Again. Mm. And well, well, you know, we can't we, we, we really can't blame or to say on it um, because he didn't write it. The lyrics are not a result of his. I, I, I would like to think that or to say, however you pronounce it. Um, please forgive me on not being able to pronounce that. Oh correctly. yeah, no, no. I, neither I really feel bad when I say people's names wrong. But whatever happens, we can't really come down him, other than the fact that he was involved. He, I want to come down him. Oh God, Mark. Um, <laughs> that we can't really. We, we, it's not his fault. <clears throat> a, a portion of it, I guess you could say, is. But it really comes down to these guys, Wayne Hector and Steve Mack. Yeah, a little bit of it is his fault, Mark. Funny thing about this song, B-side is Rihanna, which I don't think that they well, probably... Well, it's a cover of a Rihanna song. Yeah, here. Umbrella. Um, Jesus um, Christ, talk about a fucking over-covered song. Yeah. I mean, an Umbrella covers you. Song so debuted it's... at number one, <laughs> number one on the uh, UK singles chart. It also peaked at number three in the Republic of Ireland. Sold over 574,000 copies. And when they say it sold that many copies, are they talking about physical discs? Or cassettes or whatever. I, I don't think even so. Know anymore, man. I'm not sure. Um, on August 2018, it make making the uh, as of August 2018, making it the band's best selling song. I am not shocked by that at all. Um, it, it you know it 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 peaked. It it actually got somewhere. It that's shocking to me because like Mark said, this is not aimed at my demographic. This is not aimed at who I am. However, I can understand where you're coming from when you're talking, like, for instance, Billie Eilish is not aimed at my demographic. However, I can listen to it and understand why it could appeal to uh, a teenage kid, you know, or yeah. a teenager. This, I, it just is completely beyond me. This song was written by Wayne Hector and Steve Mack and produced by Steve Mack. Um, and no relation to Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I think this is funny. Epic managing director Rick Nick Raphael uh, said JLS are the best boy band to emerge from a TV talent no, show. No, no. The band already have an incredible fan base, and I look forward to launching their record their recording career. Which to me, saying they are the best boy ma- band to emerge from a TV talent show is like saying you're the best lemming to fall <laughs> fall off of the cliff. <laughs> Okay, great. (laughs) Super. You're the best bench warmer I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I do have something to say that's, I think, kind of important, Mark. And it's not necessarily lyrical, but just this is going to put Nick Raphael, this guy, uh, in his place. And I think definitively, I think everybody can understand that. He had originally, according to Wikipedia, been looking for a ballad in the vein of Boys to Men's End of the Road. I don't know about you, Mark, but I kind of like that song. That song is fucking great. Yeah, that's a good song. Boys to Men is just sick. Yeah, Boys to Men is so if So if you have the idea that we don't like a boy band or a, a group of people who sing, you're wrong. Boys to Men is ridiculously talented. And be honestly, to be honest with you, there's a lot of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys stuff that is markedly Absolutely. better than this. Absolutely. Oh, way, way. But one of the things that I think is so, should I use the word ironic, about finding don't something like End of the Road. This is the only song. This song, Beat Again, that's the name of it. I don't, for those of you that might not have heard. This is the only song I know by this group. However, 
when you listen to it, and like Mark said, you're going to hear little pieces of it today, I want you to recognize something, Mark. When they get even in sync what you would call low-grade boy bands together, like 98 Degrees, they express, maybe it's manufactured, maybe it's produced, but a modicum of vocal talent. Through the use, hold on, through the use of, am, am I cutting to, am I getting there too quick? I know exactly, I think I know exactly where even you're going through from. The, even through the use of processed harmonies. Thank maybe, you. Maybe. Thank you. Maybe. This band didn't even do that. All four are singing monophonically, meaning they're all singing from the same Seth, melody line. Seth, it Seth. is, And from somebody that grew up listening deeply to multiple styles of music. And doing. And doing. This is pure shit. So let's talk a little bit about this. I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about this right up front. So for, you know, and again, I don't mean to talk down. I'm not Mark explaining anyone. That is not my intention here. But I know coming from a place where Seth and I have played music, a combined total of 50 years. Yeah. At this point. Is that not fucking insane? the fucking thing. <laughs> um, sometimes I don't know if people understand the concept of what we're talking about. So one of the whole reasons of having a boy band having multiple boys instead of and boy. I mean, I guess one is that you have the quiet one, the shy one. Right. Uh, you have the outspoken one. You've well, got the sporty, yeah. kind of like Spice Girls, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spice Girls are another example. Like, this is a group of five women who one can go, ah, uh, and the other one can go, ah, uh, and the other one can go, ah, uh, and the other one can go, ah, uh, and you put all those layer on top of each other. And then Scary goes, uh. <laughs> and... <then scary> <laughs> You have a harmony. Mm -hmm. It's like a barbershop quartet or whatever. Shit, it could have been digitally produced. Yes. Which makes Nick Raphael and Steve Mack pure shit. Yes. I mean, not just low grade, I found it in the park shit. This is like quality, quality fertilizer. Well, Wayne Hector. I'm sorry. Wayne the Hector. Other writer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm talking about the producers. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so... When we were listening, I was just waiting for them to at some point. And it's funny because when we were listening to the song, I was harmonizing with it. He was when we're doing our pre-show. There are harmonies to be had all over this. Now, it would would it make the song better? It would make it a little bit better. Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't make the lyrics better. Not at all. But it would make the song more interesting. You can choose like what harmonies you're using and you can color the song a little bit. But it's literally a bunch of guys. You could put a sniper up and fucking pick <laughs> off two of these dudes and the song would sound no different. Except maybe some verses wouldn't get done. All they really do is take over verses and their voices aren't so different that it's very easy to tell it, it, that it's different people singing. It is four of the same guy. It's four of the same human being. I it's mean, insane. Yeah. It is. So that has just, okay, so we've marked it out there. That has driven us insane. That's driven me nuts, is the fact that you got four people who are supposed to show. They won. They were second on a national talent show, Mark, mm. and they can't fucking harmonize. All right. We got yeah. that out of the way. So. so go and listen. I mean, if you need an example, go and listen to fucking End of the Road. Oh, which go is, listen to the fucking harmonies in that song. And it has good words. So, yeah. And it has good words. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, holy shit. It is... A whole different fucking world. It's a whole world. Just a quick question. Could this be a British thing, Mark? I want to say no, because we grew up with bands that were British that like the Beatles. The Beatles like set standards in harmony, man. They, you know, they they just people were sh shocked. Americans that knew about it were like, oh, my God, these guys, they're all like 19 years old and they do it perfectly. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, if there's anything, I'll give the Beach Boys over the Beatles and, uh, you know, in that in that big fight. If there's any edge that I would give to the Beach Boys over the Beatles, it's harmonies. That's blood, and, dude. And I mean, like, and and the Beatles do it very, very, very well. Obviously, they do some of my favorite harmonies from No Reply and a couple Babies of other Beatles songs. Um, yes. Babies um, in black. But man, you listen to a fucking Beach Boy song and it will make your fucking give you goosebumps. And if it doesn't, you might want to get checked to see if you still have human blood. Because you might be a lizard man. You still believed in me. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. That, yeah. Those weird harmonies are just... Yeah, so, butter. They are butter. All right. 
Are we going to talk about this fucking thing? I think you should just get right to the fucking words, man. Because, I mean, we can't hate it any less, I think. Yeah, so we get this, I'm like, sorry, fucking up. poorly fucking recorded keyboard. <laughs> I just think the music this is so lame. Thing. This it's, thing. It's, it, it's, it, it, just like Breakfast at Tiffany's, its biggest, <laughs> its biggest trespass is its mediocrity. The music is just so fucking boring. Damn. The doctor's just finished telling me there's no time. Losing you could be the end of me and that I should do the things that I want to do. How could I? Without you, without you, oh, whoa. whoa. Because you're the only one I let in. Tell me how to stop this feeling spreading. I'm hoping somehow that you know. Oh, oh, oh. I like how the doctor gave him the bad news and then they set it all to a nice poppy 4-4 backbeat, Mark. It's just... <laughs> doctor, doctor, give me the news. Uh, he's got a bad case of loving this girl. I feel so bad for her right from the get-go. Right out of the gate, I feel bad for this girl, man, whoever she is. The object of JLS affection. There will be a lot of bouncing back and forth between metaphor and, and reality, <laughs> just so you know. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get a little bit more into what's going on in this relationship. Um, I mean, obviously, we're talking about a fictional doctor. I'm I was about guessing. to say, what doctor gives you a diagnosis about your relationship, about your love life? <laughs> it's like, well, your liver's not working. You're, it's hardening as fast as it can go. You obviously have tachycardia. Oh, and by the way, this chick doesn't like you. Yeah, sorry. We had to remove your girlfriend. <laughs> we had to put you out, and we had to remove your girlfriend. We have you on a list to get you a new girlfriend. We'll see if your body, uh, if your body rejects it or not. We're gonna see if this donor works. <laughs> this donor girlfriend. You'll be on an unusual medication. We're trying to find you a fit bird. <laughs> oh God. Um, I I mean. This song suffers from, I mean, these lyrics and this song, where does one end and the other begin sometimes, but we're, we're, we're dealing with some heavy, heavy guilt. Yeah. I mean, we're dealing with some heavy guilt. Mark, how many times have you thought as, or thought maybe a 10 year old, a seven year old could think, you know, oh, you won't be, I won't, I won't be here anymore if you're not with me. Which is uh, yeah. a huge red flag in oh, myriad absolutely. ways. Yeah. I mean, and we've dealt with it on this very podcast, many friend. Times, many times. I yeah. mean, there has definitely been so some. Childish. Well, what am I going to do? And and if if I'm gone, then it's on you. It's and it's the like most Ugh. childish thing ever. Like it yeah. might be the most childish trope in bad lyrics. Yeah. Um. So damn, <laughs> and the fact that it starts with damn, like damn. It's like what? It's like. The doctor just finished telling me there's no time. And, you know, he says there's no time. Well, then we're done here, aren't we? <laughs> Isn't I mean, that yeah. just the end? It's like, here's your bill. That's here's it. Bill. There's no time. We are finished. Losing you could be the end of me. And then I should do the things that I want to do. How oh. could I without you? Aw. Aw. You know, he's, he's out listening to Tim McGraw and got fucking this poor guy. Live like you were dying. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and put this right up front because this podcast has definitely done this to me. Whenever there's a song about a breakup, I immediately listen for two things. Who broke up with who? Mm-hmm. Is it the narrator that broke up with the subject or vice versa? Right. And why did the relationship end? <laughs> now, we definitely get one of those answers. relatability to myself. <laughs> I want to inject well, myself through those first everything. two things, yeah. I can usually find a way to do the third. But through those, we, we get an answer to one of those two things, but not the other. But I think the fact, the answer that we get to the, to the first question, who is it that broke up with who, may very well tell us why we don't get an answer to what happened. <laughs> because here's the shocker. She broke up with him. Mm, yeah. And now here he is saying, hey, no fair, but I might die. Okay. What are the chances she's coming back, Mark? I, what do I, you think that this this lovelorn man is going to luck out and the girl's going to be a little bit guilty and come back just to save him? Uh, I, I'm hoping 
I will take this time while we're discussing this. I pray that he ends it early. If you are not watching season five of Fargo, oh. I strongly, strongly recommend you do. Look, it is very good. You're eating up all my time between this and Succession and all the things that I'm supposed to be watching. If you would have watched these when I told you to watch them. I got to learn my lesson. <clears throat> um, be- and, 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 so, and so why? Why can he not do the things that he wants to do? Because she's the only one he let in. Well, whose fault is that? I don't know. Maybe Slim Pickens over there in Ingoland. Maybe you never know, man. Maybe, maybe there's a yeah, shallow four, pool of four attractive young, trustable ladies or men that yeah. showing off their abs. <laughs> we should point out that there's uh, there's two very odd things in this video. One of them, it's not super odd, but the guy's constantly pulling up his shirt to kind of give you a little peek at his abs and cum gutters. And uh-huh. there's also, for some strange reason, there's some sort of uh, low rider bike motif. One of them just likes to just, sit on the bike. Yeah, and it just it doesn't go anywhere, and you only get like fleeting glimpses of it. I don't know what's happening, but it, don't think for a second that it makes anything any better. Yeah. So in this little uh, whatever you want to call it, I mean, second half of the verse. Mark, you're the only one I let in. Or the previous chorus. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to stop this feeling spreading. I'm hoping somehow that you know. Hmm. Oh, well, I mean let more people in don't do whatever you did to cause this breakup. Right. Um, not be a piece of shit. Um, Mark, I have, I, I, I mean, I know you're sitting here thinking of things that will help, but I think nothing could stop this infection because it's spreading. And I think it's all him. It's just like integrated there. He is the infection. I was just going to say he, he is, is this infection. Yes. So, um, uh, he's hoping Somehow that um, the object of his affection knows. I doubt she does. I don't think that this guy is probably a good communicator as an evidence of the lyrics. Well, I mean, like until he's until his back is against the wall, until he gets a note from until the doctor, gets, until the doctor comes in and says, you're going to die yeah. because you got broken up with yeah. and you realize that you're a monster. You know, that doctor's going good for her. Yeah. So uh, so whether or not we get an answer from her. We don't really know until uh, because then we get hit with uh, what what with what genius proclaims as the hook. Yeah, the hook Um, in music world. We call it a chorus and maybe the two worst lines ever. I don't know. I don't want to say that because we've got some really bad ones. But Jesus Christ, this is really stupid. Yeah. So then we get the chorus. Let's just get back together. We should have never broke up. They're telling me that my heart won't beat again. We should have stayed together because when you left me, it stopped. They're telling me that my heart won't beat again. Won't beat again. It's killing me. And then he says, hey, a couple times. It doesn't surprise me that these guys were so lacking harmony, like I told you, Mark, because that is the most plain, unimaginative way there's no poetry to at all or any harmony to let's just get back together we should never have broken up if, if ever there was like a monotone horrible boring line of like you know trying to to plead a case for you to rekindle your romance that's it yeah so that is looking at it from the musical standpoint and from the uh you know if i was a producer on this song I would be like, if you all don't know how to sing separate notes at the same time, you're all fired. Mm. I don't care how attractive you are. <laughs> Get two, that bike out of here. Two, <laughs> take the fucking bike with you. <laughs> Throw it against the wall. So two, two big things stand out to me that we were just talking about previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but here the chickens have come to roost. One is, let's just get back together. We should ne- We should have never broke up. I, the way that sentence is, the, I keep wanting to say broken up, mm-hmm. but it's we should have never broke up, and that that just annoys me. Right. But anyway, I, I digress. So he's telling her, hey, let's get back together. We should have never broke up, yeah. which makes it sound like I broke up with you and I'm sorry. We should have never broke up. I don't think there's any penitence to this at, at all. I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not guessing. Go ahead, though. But I'm saying, like, the way it's phrased, like... It's ballsy to go to someone and be like, hey, oops, big mistake. We shouldn't have broke up. 
usually the person to do that is the person who decided to break up in the first initiated place. it yeah. yeah okay so you're like but oh yeah, okay well then maybe this guy like just realized he made a mistake right and then later on we get we should have stayed together because when you left me it stopped oh okay so she she left him and now he's like this was a mistake well mark what what stopped his heart it just his heart that's and it's that's kind of confusing I mean, when we relate back to can't stop this fe- how to stop this feeling. Spreading. My heart won't beat again. We should have stayed together because when you left me, it stopped. Okay, all right. Um, and I mean, you know, well, good. <laughs> I mean, this is just another song of like yeah. he did something, she broke up with him, and he's like, but it's tough. And it's like, okay, well, I don't care. <laughs> I, I broke up with you, and there was a reason for it, probably. Now. Again, we don't really find out why. It could have been that he fucking freaked out on her and yelled at her. It could have been that she caught him cheating. It could have been that he just like forgot to put the toilet seat down. She hated the bike. And she, she was like, I swear to low God. rider bike. If I see you on that thing one more time. And then she came home and she like heard 12. a noise in the garage. Yeah. And he was in there just running around in circles real quick, thinking she'd be gone a little bit longer at the store. He's in there with three other guys <laughs> dancing around the bike. Yeah. yeah. Pulling up their shirts to releasing their abdominal muscles. Sweat. Um, did, you, did you say sweat? Yes. Okay. That's what's in the video. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, there's also another bit of a problem here. They're telling me, you know how I feel about that. They. Well, they. are there multiple doctors or something? What? Uh, well, again, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They're, they're telling me that my heart won't beat again. They've told him that his heart won't beat again. We should have stayed together because when you left me, it stopped. Now, the staying together, the, the it. I'm guessing that her leaving is preemptive to going to the multiple doctors. Am I right? I think so. Do you understand what I'm getting at here? Yeah. Yeah, because they're telling me it won't stop, but it already stopped. Well, I mean, it says the doctor, the doctors, but it's apostrophe. It's like a doctor has possibly... Uh, the doctor has just finished telling me there's no time. But we all know that there's multiple doctors involved in this shit. Sadly. Um, Eating up the National Health Service dollar here, or pound, I should say. Yeah. Um, they're telling him his heart won't beat again without her. Or just, I'd like to hear that there's some sort of finality to this diagnosis that we're not going to have to hear this shit anymore. Well, we were told that there was no time. Yeah, there is. He better do the things that he wants. He better go skydiving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, that's a good point. Not yeah. only is there no time like... Because no time could mean, quick, there's no time. We need to do it now. Mm-hmm. But he, the doctor says, to not there's no time you need to hurry up. It's no time, go do the things you want to do. Right. We're done. So as far as like, I mean, now again, uh, I know this is a dumb metaphor, (laughs) but God, if you're going to bring the metaphor game, you better bring it pretty right. And the metaphor game here is pretty terrible. So the doctor is like the, 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 the air quotes doctor says you're done. Fucking count your days. Motherfucker. You may as well just go and see the Northern lights or do whatever it is that you've got on your fucking your uh, your list. Go Rocky Mountain climbing. Yeah, because yeah. this is it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking done for. And he's like, how can I, when you're not around, let's get together. So what? So you can enjoy stuff? So you can live again? Why is she responsible for any of this stuff? Why should she feel guilty when you did something to cause her to break up with you? Why are you bringing this on her? What a fucking shitty thing to do. What does she have to look forward to, Mark? I, I mean, nothing. Nothing. I mean, three other dudes dancing around the bike. That's it. There's nothing to these guys. No. 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 And I mean, you know, it's not for him to say they should never have broken up. Because she broke up with him. Right. So, you know, as soon as he brought that heat, I'm hoping she very quickly was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, we should have broke up. Why are you saying we shouldn't have? Do you not remember the fact that you did X, Y, or Z or whatever and broke? I mean, again, we don't know how long this relationship has been going on, but she's the only one he let in, which is another giant red flag. Yeah. Like if I ever date anyone and say to them, 
I've never opened up to anyone else before. I'm lying. I've opened up to people. Now, I mean, it may be a different situation or like a different level of comfort with different people, but I mean, I would hope that by the the age of some of these guys in their 20s or whatever, they've opened up with somebody. It's just insane. And uh, and the the doctor and the death, um, you know, comparisons here do not end as we go into the second fucking verse, which may even be a bigger problem. If I die, yeah, would you come to my funeral? Would you cry? Would you feel some regret that we didn't try? Or would you fall apart the same as I? I, I, I. Oh, and would it always haunt you, baby, that you missed your chance to save me? Because you know it's not too late. Hey, hey, hey. This guy should feel shame. We've said it. Well, if we've this said it once, we've shame. said it a thousand times. You're exactly right, Mark. That as I shake my finger at you, as you stare back and forth at the finger, it when you stack that mortality guilt. <laughs> I'm like trip, a cat with a uh, with a laser pointer. <laughs> when you stack that mortality guilt trip on somebody, we all should just recognize that as just shameful. That he should be ashamed. And we're doing it with an an. an a, a fake death. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking right. about right. a fake doctor giving him news that he's dying because he was broken up with. And then we're using that to be like, would you feel bad if I died? Like how fucking terrible is this human being? This, you have to remember this Mark, this is all hypothetical. And these guys sat down. I'm positive with the intent of, Let's try and make a million dollars. Oh, absolutely. And this is what they came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and I will tell you. Shame, Mark. At the shame. bottom of the genius uh, page for this, it says this. A 2009 masterpiece, an undoubtable what? future classic. What? Beat Again is the best song ever produced, followed by JLS's other huge hit, The Club is Alive. Now, this was just written by a contributor, but these are people that like really have this feeling. Well, I, I gotta, I do have to agree with them on one part, Mark. And that's that, um, this is probably, even though it's the only one I've ever heard, the best song that they ever produced. Well, I mean, this is as good as they get is what I'm trying to say. I mean, I haven't really listened to anything else, so I can't, I can't confirm or deny. I will say there are two comments. Um, also one says it is about a how a man misses his girlfriend so much after they broke up that he feels like he's going to die. It is a final call out to his ex-girl to ask her for another chance as he can't go on without her. One person downvoted it, which just fucking cracks me up. Then there is another one by a woman named Kirsty Palmer, and it says, I think it's decent. And it was downvoted three times. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Just take that take with, take that information and do with it what you will. Yeah. Um, but that uh that that made me laugh very I hard. think it's decent. You couldn't even get decent. People downvote. Oh, it's okay. No, 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 it's not. This yeah. second verse reminds me of like a 1980s or 1990s rom-com where someone pretends to have an illness and say, I'm going to die. I don't have much time. Um, sort of like, sort of like the Royal Tenenbaum, but with his yeah. family oh, yeah. instead of, uh, instead of a lover. And then at the very end gets gets busted for lying and is like, but do you still love me? Exactly. And then there's like a freeze face, freeze, free, 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 freeze frame on their face and the credits roll over it. It's like, <laughs> hey, could you even imagine? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I've never seen uh, my wife died of stomach cancer. <laughs> and I've, I never saw her sit there and eat three cheeseburgers in a row. <laughs> oh God! I mean, yeah, Donald or is that Donald Glover? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Glover, one of the Glovers. Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just but I mean, yeah, you can just see right through just like that all the bullshit. I mean, at least Royal was kind of covering up. This is just weak. If I died, would you come to my funeral? Would you cry? 
would you feel some regret that we didn't try or would you fall apart the same as I? I I mean, I guess that's one or the other. You can only either (laughs) feel some regret or fall apart. I mean, look, like she's allowed to feel loss and feel bad, but she also doesn't need to get back to you back together with you just because you're like coming in with this fucking weak ass bullshit. No, a real man, an actual male comes back and says, continue because I want you to be happy because my life does not hinge on whether or not someone shows up and comes and goes and and sinks all of themselves into me. Yeah. I mean, I I think an actual person does that regardless of gender. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you really love someone, really love them like you are in love with them, you love them, then you want what's best for them. And sometimes you're not what's best for them. I know this isn't fucking, if, if you, I know this isn't therapy talk. No, this is therapy talk. If you love someone, you care about what happens to them after you're gone. And it's not, oh, are you going to be sad when, when I'm gone? That's the wrong attitude. Yeah. That's the wrong, that's the wrong way of looking at it. It's, I want this person to continue to be happy after I'm gone. I want this person to be secure and taken care of after I've gone. Not, oh, are you going to be sad when I die? That's fucking childish. Yeah, you do not put someone through this. Yeah. You do not do that. Don't do that. That's if you're love. If you're a guy, don't do that. If you're a woman, don't do that. If you're non-binary, don't do that. That is a shitty thing to do. Do not be like, but, but, but me. Um, because, you know... Look, I went through something very similar to this where I was trying to maintain a friendship with my ex. I reached out to them. We tried working something out. They eventually messaged me and said, I cannot do this. I'm sorry. This is the most difficult thing I've ever done, but I cannot do this. I cannot maintain a friendship. I said, okay, because it's not about me. It is when you get to the end of the day, it is all about both people individually if they need to move on without me and that's the only way they feel they can do it maybe in the future after some healing is done but it's not to you to go to someone and be like no not fair it's like if you leave i'll die yeah yeah that's that's oh what if i die would you come to my funeral shut the fuck up yeah who cares that's not caring about somebody yeah funerals are funerals them. are never for the dead anyway no. they're for the living um, or would it always haunt you? I mean, just really laying on the fucking guilt that you missed your chance to save me. Save yourself. Save yourself. Do not fucking put the onus on this fucking person. You piece of dog shit. You, you, you human paraquat. <laughs> Cause you know, it's not too late. Yeah. Again, I mean, he is just uh, being a piece of dog shit. Would it always haunt you, baby? Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? Just childish. I mean, this is very. I have this Steve Mack and 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 Wayne, Wayne and Steve. Weren't they on uh, in Living Color together? I mean, <laughs> that's all I remember when I think Wayne and Steve. Um, Who were Wayne? I and could Steve be wrong. In color. Like Wayne. I mean, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, it just sounds like in Living Color names. Mm. Wayne and Steve. I'm. I don't know. Um, but you, I mean. Did they, I just, I, I do, listen, I want to forget about this song after we're doing it, but I do at this moment question, you know, what in the hell were they, were they looking at across each other, you know, Lennon McCartney style and just thinking to themselves, really thinking, oh, uh, and this is where I talk about, uh, I'll haunt her after, you know, she leaves. Well, it's, it's, I think it's unabashedly doing the whole, I think it's unabashedly just fucking shaming. Uh, or not ga- not shaming necessarily, but guilting. guilting I think it's yes. just being like, I've exhausted all other possibilities, so now I just need to really fucking lay it on and be like, just imagine if I died. And it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, someone that you were in love with who loves you and is worried about you would be like, gee, don't say that. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Like, don't be like that. And here they are being like that. <laughs> And it's awful. My point is, is that these two guys had the wherewithal and the knowledge and the know-how 
to be able to hit fucking record on a DAW, mm-hmm. but they don't know that you don't fucking guilt shame someone into. I I, I find well, it a little bit. I mean, I mean, you know, I, uh, street smarts and book smarts. I know are not always the same thing. Yeah. Um, and again, I like I said, I mean. They can hit record on a DAW, but they also can't write a fucking two-part harmony. No. Not even a two-part harmony. You and I can do that. I mean, anybody. Oh, yeah. I crazy. also would never fucking guilt someone into... I mean, maybe in the past... I I mean, when I was young and stupid, I would have done this shit. And maybe maybe this is partially them being young and stupid. I don't know how old these people were. I get, I'm wondering, This is also making me wonder if people would listen to a podcast where you talk about harmonies that lift people up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, and do the right thing. Nah, I guess they wouldn't. So then we get the chorus. Let's just get back together. We should have never broke up. They're telling me that my heart won't beat again. We should have stayed together because when you left me, it stopped. They're telling me that my heart won't beat again. Won't beat again. It's killing me. That my heart won't beat again won't beat again hey it's killing me and then i do have to stress that in the video they are looking deep into the camera with these big puppy dog eyes yeah very deep i mean that's not unusual for a boy band but it just it 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 gives you man this is ratcheting up the red the red line in our in our voting at the end of the story and i will say also that the choreography is right up there with their harmony skills This is a weird thing where he points at these guys and their legs pop up and then he points again, and their legs pop down. And then we get a very kind of strange thing at the end that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Mark, how did this get made? Videos? <laughs> wrong song? podcast, uh, my Wrong friend. podcast, but really, this is a really, really bad one top to bottom. Yes, absolutely. So then we get this like bridge thing. Um, and there's more health stuff going on. Uh. Hey, I need, I need you, you back in my arms. I need love CPR because it's getting so cold. Oh, I need you back again or else I'll never mend. And girl, if I go, I go, I go, I go. Go, go, go. Let's just get back together where well, I'm not doing this whole thing again. No, no, don't. But I, I just I just <laughs> say that the whole I'm, I'm preemptively laughing. Maybe not. I'd like to. I mean, love CPR just strikes me as extremely weird. I'm having this picture of a I'm I'm drawing this mental image of a doctor doing open heart surgery with a dildo or something I mean it's just or like doing resuscitation mouth to mouth with with like a uh, ball gag or or something like that I mean I don't know it's fucking weird I'm picturing like uh some kind of resuscitation with a uh uh what do they call the thing where they clean your asshole out oh my god (laughs) an enema (laughs) a plunger (laughs) an ass plunger yes um yeah that whole fucking thing is uh i need you back in my arms i need love cpr god jesus because it's getting so cold which is you know a sign of him dying he's 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 just he's leaving the mortal coil because he got broken up with (laughs) we're we're, mark we're, we're taking it into some into back home for a second all right, getting a little personal on this one. My okay. wife, mm. we're very well known amongst people that I know, among, amongst friends, that uh, she writes her own music. And uh, a long time ago, she wanted to do a girl group, and uh, she wanted to call it The Women's. Jen, I really hope that you're not listening to this, but <laughs> I'll probably point it out to her later. Uh, she wrote a song called I Think I Got a Love Disease, and she wanted to make it seem like all of the... Um, the symptoms of when you see someone like when you're, when you see someone that you're in love with, how your pupils dilate and your heartbeat goes faster. And these all equate to symptoms that says the love doctors telling you, you've got a love disease. And I, and I'm very, very glad that I talked her into not putting that song out in any platform because people would just look at it and think that, Oh, they're talking about an STD, (laughs) which I wish somebody would have been there for Wayne and Steve to let them know. That this is musical STD that you've made. Yes. This is terrible. Yeah. Um, it is uh, It is very bad. I mean, well, I don't know about that song. No, but no, this song. It was the whole bad. like The whole likeness. Was that, Baby, I love you. But it wasn't your best moment. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, it sounds like a cute idea. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I get where she was going with it, but it could easily be like, these are the same. I mean, a lot of the feelings that you feel with, uh, when you first fall into love is also the first is the feelings you have when you first drop acid <laughs> or like do Coke or have a heart attack. <laughs> I, I was going to, I mean, I didn't know you were going to go down the STD, uh, uh, aisle, but I was thinking, yeah, like that feeling of euphoria, that feeling of, uh, what the hell's going on around me feeling, you know, butterflies in your stomach. Uh, you know, that's, that's mushrooms, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big pupils. Um, so then we get the little outro um, where he says over and they say over and over again, I'm begging, please don't let me go. 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 Newsflash, buddy. She already left. Yeah. I mean, and she's probably not coming back. To her benefit and to her credit. This song it should be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. If someone came to me with this song and they were like, hey, I know I've been like calling you nonstop and I, I know they have a restraining order, but I was able to send you this CD. <laughs> so that way I wasn't within that hundred meters. Right. Um, so please listen to this. And please also here's some hair Ugh. that I had in a brush that you left at my house mark that totally that violates the no contact order anyway i mean it really oh yeah, yeah it does yeah. it's it's just uh, oh, man this was oh fuck you know we we, we, we could have talked about you know peter gabriel i'm begging please don't let me go yeah he didn't make good use of his time i don't think the man did yeah um i, I don't the song was originally called no beat by the way and it's really funny also, Mark, in that the B-side to this is a cover of Umbrella. Yeah. Which I'm not saying are the greatest lyrics, but they're year, light years ahead of this. To date, Beat Again has garnered mixed po to positive reviews from music critics. Giving the single three stars, Alex Fletcher of Digital Spy noted that JLS, quote, have at least broken with X-Factor convention on their debut single. Um, apparently they mostly do, or they do a lot of, um, ballads, which makes me wonder if they do more harmony. Um, but That's they kind of a shocker. I know. I mean, yeah, I know. Um, but the uh, same person who gave him three stars also, um, drew positive comparisons to work, uh, by American R and B artist Neo. However, the reviewer went on to this, uh, say the single is quote cheesier than a Jennifer Aniston rom-com. Another review giving the single three stars out of five said beat again seems to lack originality. Seems to. Dude, I don't know. That's not giving much credit to Jennifer Aniston. I find her endlessly more entertaining than these guys. Yeah. I mean, really, I agree. Yeah. Uh, she's not like even near my favorite actress. So, you know, one of the things I w was going to mention earlier that I want to mention now is, you know, I feel like most of the times when there is a boy band singing about a certain subject, maybe this is not true. All right. Let me, let me just kind of start over again in this, because you're talking about one person. I kind of thought that maybe it would be one person singing to her. However, it's not, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of different members. Actually, singing. I think it's only, if, if it goes by the video, Looks like there's only two. That two. I'm, I'm guessing moments. most of them are singing the the chorus, though, uh -huh. just all singing the same notes. I'm not positive. Correct. Um, but at the very end, they're all butting in front of each other to sing the "Please don't let me go" part. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're all basically like it seems like they're all vying for the woman's attention to say that they are the ones who want to like be with her. Oh, it's very strange. It, it's it seems like all four of them were like, "Yo, hey, uh, <clears throat> what's up?" <laughs> and then kind of like getting in front of the other ones and being like, "Hey, don't let me go. Here's look a little dance. Look at me. Look at me." Yeah, they all can dance. 
uh, when they do you, aren't. Do you think so? Well, there's some there's some good dancing at the end when they're able to do whatever they want to do. Well, let's just just get this out of the way and put a stamp on it. The choreography is pure shit. Already said, yeah. It's just the really choreography bad. is up there with their uh, with the uh, harmonizing in the song. Whoever came up with the moves should be shot. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, or that's the end of the like song. Like Monty Python, they should be sacked. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll just be nice about it. That's fine. Yeah, I'll be nicer than them. What's the creep factor? It's really high, Mark. It's really high because it's 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 essentially how many verses do we have here? Three. We got three verses, man, where he's essentially guilt tripping this woman, mortality tripping, guilt shaming this woman into this is all I've got. Uh, to make you come back is the fact that, you know, I- I'm not going to live unless you are part of my life, which is a fucking horrible thing. Now, it's not it's not, uh, you know, it's not threatening. There's no assault in it. Um, it well, I'm sorry. I take that back. It is threatening in a way, um, but there's nothing you know, there's no we know that nobody's trapped. At least we don't get that uh, that that vision. The lady has her own. He doesn't. You know, as far as we know, she's gone of her own. It's it's her decision. She's left, and now she doesn't have to come back. But the fact that he just spent you know three minutes and twenty however many seconds of our lives, you know, trying to get this woman woman back with the only thing that he has to offer is I'll be dead unless you come back. Um, is it's creepy, but at the same time, it's exceedingly childish. So it's got a creep factor. It's actually got a, a good creep factor to it, a, a substantial, but it's not super high. Um, I'm going to give it because it's childish more than it is creepy. Um, I'll say a 4.1. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's it's a psychological creep. Yeah. Yes. It's a psychological creep. They did um, go to the links to write a song about it. And I mean, this like kind of makes me wonder where he goes from here. The grave. Or the fucking jail cell. I mean, I hope not. Not a good future for this guy. I don't think. No. Wow, you went that high. I mean, dude, look. Like, I mean, it's just, I'm, the more we do this, the less time I have for this psychological shit. Yeah, I just don't think it's a good job of psychological. No, no, it's not. But I mean, like, that, that's almost even scarier. Really? I mean, to an extent, I guess on one hand, you've got well done. I mean, I guess it depends on well done, but it's like doing a good job of putting lipstick on the pig and like maybe someone wouldn't be wise to the fact that the guy is trying to pull one over on her right on the other hand it's almost even more unhinged to be like i can't even like spruce it up i'm just a nut job i'm just i'm just fucking crazy i think that i kind of disagree in that you know every breath you take is insidious yeah, it's there's a lot of thought put into it. That was written by somebody that's you know got their psychological shit together. This sounds like a five year old wrote it. Yeah, you know. So, but I mean, that, the the numbers are what they are. I get, I do get where you're coming from. I, I get your meaning. Um, it's just that this is is just I, I I maybe I'm giving too much credit to the the other half of the dating pool, you know, um, you know, Oh, that you can be smart enough to avoid something like this. I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, it just sounds just the, the fact that it's so childish made me give it such a, I would have given it a higher score had they put maybe a little bit more thought into it, but it's it, how shitty it is, how crap. I mean, how much, how much of a, how much garbage it is. Oh God, it's like a nine, but you know, as far as lyrics go creepy, um, it is creepy because he's, Trying to manipulate somebody, just not with much thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to surprise you. Let's do it. 
I'm going to surprise you. Give me something good, man. Make me happy. I'm going to surprise you. Let's do it. Next up, we're going to do Hey, Hey, What Can I Do by Led Zeppelin. Hey, now, I read that on the way here today, and I thought, what? I didn't I didn't go over the lyrics. I thought, why did he put that on? My here? friend Keith brought it to my attention. I was talking to him, uh, playing a show with him tonight, good friend of mine, and amazing guitarist, sweetest dude on the face of the planet. <laughs> amazing guitarist. Talking to him and his girlfriend um, about the podcast a couple of months ago kind of explaining the idea and he kind of dropped this bug in my ear about the song and i read the lyrics and i was like oh so it's a little bit of those uh oh what is the song about well we're gonna go over that so uh go ahead and Good. listen to hey hey what can i do uh by led zeppelin covered um by hootie and the, hootie blowfish. And the blowfish man and it's actually a good version i've got news for you I found out some stuff about Hootie and the Blowfish this last week that blew my fucking mind, man. That their lyrics aren't as bad as I thought. Well, because they talk about the dolphins. Well, that, no, 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 that's, <laughs> no, 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 no. That, yeah, okay. I mean, you know that I appreciate anything uh -huh. that when you got Dan Marino For in your sure. video. Yeah, but no, actually, I, I some people pointed out to something. I'm like, holy shit, Darius is a little more thoughtful than I thought. Now, are you talking about Darius or are you talking about Hootie? I mean, was well, the, the same guy? Well, I mean, Darius is not Hootie. Darius is Darius, Darius Rucker, Rucker, the former singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. But he wrote the songs. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, but I didn't know if you were talking about his latter career stuff because no, he's doing Hootie a lot of country stuff. now. Hootie stuff. Okay. Oh, no, he does that oh, just atrocious version of Wagon Wheel. I mean, there is a, right. atrocious word version of Wagon Wheel, in my opinion, uh -huh. is redundant because I don't like Wagon Wheel. I think it's a completely oh, stupid. You do? I do. Uh, not a fan. I mean, on a very base level. I mean, I think it's just a lot of fun. And and I love the harmonies in it. I get and, that. I uh, get that. I mean, it's a, it's a lot, a lot of fun. I, I do like the old Crow Medicine show version more. Yeah. Um, But it, I do like it. This song is more in our demographical wheelhouse, though, than this yes. one, obviously. So we're going to have some more, I think, cutting, some more sharp, some more attuned opinions on the on the lyrics and the music you know obviously we're gonna go over the music a little bit but uh yeah i can't wait because i need to pay attention to hey hey i mean i, I did i I'm, I'm sitting here trying to pick out lyrics that i know in my head that i've heard a thousand times and i don't hear it being very dangerous however i do know that when you bring these things up guess what surprises in store galore and that's what we're here for ladies and gentlemen that's why you listen and that's why we record to wow you with the stupidity or the hidden meanings of these different songs. And so uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you telling some friends it is a new year. It is the second episode of 2024. And uh, we're glad to have you. And uh, we uh, hope that you will take some time to listen to Hey, Hey, What Can I Do by Led Zeppelin. Um, and then meet us back here again next Monday with yet another episode of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.